first um when we introduced marcus i almost call him our dc daddy ready the armada kenobi i'm not a monster Welcome to Films of Black and White, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, how are you all feeling? Um, for those of you who tune in exclusively for Marcus, he's coming. Um, he had a staff meeting. He will be here, I promise. It's like the people who've been watching the NFL games just for Taylor Swift. It's like, yeah. don't panic. Yeah, We're going to pan to Marcus at some point. You'll see him there. You know, partying with, you know, <laughs> Travis Kelsey's mom and Deadpool. And so don't worry, he'll be Wolverine, there. Wolverine, all yeah, them, don't, you know. Yeah, don't panic. Don't panic. Yeah. Um, But we got a great show for you today. We have a wide variety of news topics oh, that we're going to get into. We're going to talk a little bit about some updates that happened. Because like, New York Comic Con happened this past weekend, which is it exciting. Sure um, And so we'll talk about some announcements that are of note from there. Um, We're also going to talk a little Only Murders in the Building. Because Brian and I both watched that. Um, yes. And then we're also going to talk a little Marvel updates and Aquaman too, and see oh, as promised, as promised. I mean, just uh, like almost the on N the dot, really. At, just as the NFL promises that you will eventually see Taylor Swift. <laughs> here's Marcus. I told you. <laughs> I told you he'd be here. I What's told up? you. What's uh, Marcus? What's how up? are you feeling, Sewer? I'm Sir? feeling good. It's been a hustle and a bustle, y'all. But uh, we feeling good. What's up, baby? What's happening? Lot. We're yeah, happy you're here. We are happy you're here. We're gonna give you a chance to catch, catch up, breath, uh, catch your breath, uh, drink your your bubbler to rehydrate. This sorry? is not a bubbler. This is a sun kiss. Okay, oh. I thought it was. I saw a different colored can, and I was like, all right, maybe that's it. Maybe it's not. Um, but I'm gonna kick it on over to one Brian Rauch, aka Only Brian's in the building. Brian, how you feeling, sir? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good to be here. I got to watch some stuff this weekend. Like none, nothing we're doing like a deep dive review on, but that was that was fun to do. So I'll be talking about Spy Kids Armageddon, which I know everyone oh, here wants. I was to on the edge about. of my seat for that one. Uh, and yeah, did finish Only Murders in the Building, and I'm excited to talk about that a little bit. I think it's weird that we only like I don't know like mysteries. I just I feel like they're they're, they're like it's a good thing. I feel like it's a generally well received genre, and I think it's weird like the only one that's really notable is like eh, it's with Selena Gomez and you know Martin Short and Steve Martin. Like I just I just think it's bizarre. Like it that's it. That's the only one. So I finished that. Um, very excited about that. And I also got to read some comics this weekend. I picked up a Scarlet Witch collected edition. And I, I am just, I'm really, I'm really dead. So I'm Brian, was good. it the was it the one where is was it the one where she's basically has an office and she's basically like helping people like deal with problems? So I read, oh my gosh, I don't, it, it is not, uh, okay. it's, it was written in the seventies and it's oh, okay. a West no, that's Coast not of, it at all. and it's a collected edition. It was released in 1994 and it's everything from like the seventies to like basically the mid nineties. And that's the story sweet. I read was like a four issue anthology, only Scarlet Witch in which, uh, I did not mean to do that, but I'm happy I did. But basically it's like the West Coast Avengers 
and Scarlet Witch has to like, man, she goes to some weird places. She has to fight herself as a Nexus being. I learned all about Nexus beings. It was oh. great. It was a great time. There was also ghosts. It was fun. Very, it sounds very Halloween appropriate. It was incredibly like scary season themed because like Ooh. all of the West Coast Avengers turned into like golems and scary monsters like yeah, like Spider Woman turned into an actual spider. It was it was very creepy crawling. Oh, damn. All yeah. right. But that sounds great. awesome. I'm glad to yeah. hear it. I'm glad to hear it. And you're <laughs> right about only murders in the building. Like we'll get into it when we get into it. But like the it feels like the pool for mysteries is knives out. Only murders in the building. Like, it's strange. Enjoy. Like that's yeah. it. The pool is so shallow. Like it's just there's not a lot the there. The pool is so shallow. So that there's not not a deep bench of mysteries you can no. pick up and put down whenever you want. There so. isn't. It's strange. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Uh, Marcus J. Destin, <coughs> aka Little Loki. Uh, Ooh, like how you feeling, sir? You know, feeling you've been good, running. Man. Feeling good. Oh yeah, man. It's been. You think it was over with Dakota days, but hey, guess what? It's not. Surprise. No, it's song not. that never ends. Oh, okay. And he froze. Is it me or is it Marcus? Nope. I I, uh, I think I think Marcus was just so hyped. He, he froze. The, en- the energy came out of him. Came out of you so hard. The that... energy came out of me so. I'm gonna put myself on mute. You can. The energy came out of me so hard. That's what he said. Is that, did anybody else I, hear that? No, I witnessed. I, I saw and heard everything, officer. He's right there. <laughs> officer. Officer. He, officer. He, he did it. He's, he's right it. there. You be careful. Right in the block next to me. Those no, sea I'm... turtles from last week's episode might show up. Right. Um, I have a question for Doug. Doug, how do you <laughs> how do you decide when to, when it's time to shave? Like when for I me, see somebody, too many who, gray hairs in my beard, then I trim oh, it. That was a quick answer. <laughs> not, is, it is nothing more vain. It is nothing more than my own vanity going, God damn, you look old. And then I shave it off. And then people go like, hey, you shaved like 15 years off yourself. And I'm like, thank fucking God. Like, I, I also made a comment right before the show started. Um, I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. I had he, to say something. He looks like a completely different person when he, he shaves, right? He it's does. like if you did commit a murder and then like with your beard and then you shaved your whole beard off, we wouldn't know the difference. We wouldn't know. That's good information to have. Yeah. That if I need if I need to run away. Or flee right. the police. Yeah, I can do the authority. Yeah, yeah. So, the authority. No, it's good. We here. We thriving. But Douglas Wagner, aka the Easter Bunny, how are you feeling? I feel outstanding. Uh, it's been. It was a nice low key weekend. Nice. Was able to catch up on some things. Uh, was able to watch some stuff that I'm really excited about. Um, and so yeah, man, it's been a good weekend. Got to watch. Uh, watch the Yotes uh, give me a heart attack on Saturday. Christ, and so that was fun. Uh, Lord, all in all, just okay. all in all, it was a, it's been a good weekend. So happy to be here. Happy so, to be here for sure. Somebody called the Coyotes cardiac coyotes. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. They, they did win, right? Yes, oh, they did. That's what I but thought I, in the score. Okay. It was, just, it was hard to get 21 there. to three lead, but yeah, they did win. <laughs> it was a 21 to 3 lead. He froze again. It's a 21 to 3 lead. And yes, okay. cardiac coyotes. Best way to put it. Really the best wow. way. Really Messing your heart rate. I was watching it and then I just kind of like was like, should I turn this off? Like, is this gonna go <laughs> south? Because for all of that fourth quarter, I was like, 
they're going to find a way to ruin this. Like that's, what's going to happen. They're wow. going to find a way to, but the defense wow. showed up and they won. And that's what matters. That is what matters. Defense so. wins championships. I keep freezing. It does. It does indeed. You do keep freezing. And so here Get we go. Internet. We'll figure it out. Is <laughs> <laughs> your internet hooked up with two, like two coat hangers and some duct tape? Yeah. Like what's yeah. happening? With like the little electricity bouncing between the two. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Good. <laughs> Yes, Brian. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. excellent. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and I appreciate what I appreciate from you all is I appreciate your my your willingness to let me celebrate Easter now, since we can just celebrate Christmas in the middle of fucking October. And oh, so that's yeah. the reason why for my Chiron. And so I, I appreciate that you let me acknowledge this holiday six months early, since time doesn't matter. So I mean, here we dude, are. I have no problem if you're like, I just ate my weight in Cadbury eggs. Like, happy Easter. Like, I'm Great. happy for you, Thanks. man. I am I'm happy gonna. for you. Next week on this episode, I will find a way to get my weight in Cadbury hey, eggs. You know the difference between you and everybody else? Hey, yes. we, we celebrate you in your early celebrations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Instead of hating everyone <laughs> everywhere, yeah. yeah, you don't you don't see me being like I swear I swear if you have Easter decorations up, Doug, I'm gonna come there. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna, gonna rip them down. Rip them I do yeah. think it's appetite those. Be, you know, real talk. I do think it's starting to become a problem because <laughs> out loud in the middle of the store in front of my own children, <laughs> I said, "God, fucking Christmas decorations!" Like, <laughs> okay, all right, well, I passed it on okay, to wait. my children. <laughs> I did the same thing when I walked into Walmart and I saw Christmas trees and I said, "Damn, Christmas already!" Like, I was like, "Holy, <laughs> shit, how did we get here?" Yeah, oh my gosh! I, I mean, they're forward. already running like sales and stuff at I the start know. of like at the end of September. We were still in September, and it was like, make sure to get those holiday gifts right now, twenty percent off. Like, what Kohl's? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's commercials too, Brian. And I think this is the reason why it is. If I had been watching routine TV with actual commercials, it'd probably be a ease in and I wouldn't even notice. (laughs) But because I don't watch commercials anymore because I stream everything, I go into a store and I'm like, when the fuck did this happen? Like, it's just like, was I asleep? Did I, is this an Encino man situation? (laughs) But I just froze six weeks from now. Like what's happening? So yeah, that's, that's where we're at. But thank you. Here yeah. I mean, I'm, if you, if you want to bite those ears off the, okay. your chocolate bunnies, like that's fine. I support it is, you. It is. Can, we, can I just mention something before we get into cash that quotable? Always. Right, this one goes to the coyotes and this one goes to, um, CU buffs. Can y'all please just stop it? Okay. <laughs> just stop it. Just win the damn game. Y'all have me, I love y'all, but y'all got me going. Y'all give me a heart attack. See you. I went to sleep with y'all up by 29 points. I woke up to y'all losing yeah. in overtime by a field goal. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. And then the coyotes, like the coyotes looked phenomenal in the first half. And then those half adjustments, like they be fucking people up. Like even see you. CU's good at adjusting at halftime, but also they are not that good at adjusting at halftime defensively. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, come on, like, let's just win the game. Why y'all got to put me through this? I don't want to be that kind of fan. Can I be the spoiled fan that just knows their team is, like, going to win? Like, I, I don't want to be a Nebraska or a like... Cowboy fan. I would I would say this, though. I will say this. They are so, There are some teams where the, like, fans can no longer rely on their teams. See North Dakota State. <laughs> 
they true. got beat the fuck up and somehow by the University of North Dakota. Higher than us. And somehow it's still understand. ranked higher than us. I don't understand it. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, they did get fucked ooh. up, though. This looks yeah. like the NDSU like fall of the dynasty of NDSU. That's what I said to Brittany this weekend. I was like, yep, that's it. That's yeah, it. It, 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 so. it happens quickly. It does indeed. Uh, gentlemen, we need to play a fun little game called Catch That Quotable. Catch That Quotable. Silky sounds of Marcus J. Uh, gentlemen, are you ready for this week's quote? Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Uh, they're going to make hot dogs out of our wieners. Our wieners. Oh, God. This sounds like, oh, sorry, go ahead. They're going to make hot dogs out of our wieners. No, no, there's no question mark. Sorry, I, I just, I'm reading. I'm taking creative interpretation. Now, yeah, yeah. now I'm, I'm getting excited about it because it's a fun just, quote to read. Like, whoa, They're whoa, 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 going to make hot dogs out of our wieners. Our wieners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you got? I, I mean, immediately what comes to mind is sausage party, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That feels very obvious. I was thinking, um, I definitely was thinking like Little Rascals. Oh, okay. Some, something like that. Something like that. I was, see, I was thinking something similar, like the movie Heavyweights. You remember that movie? Like I could see Remind them saying Heavyweights is like the oh, camp with Ben Stiller. Yeah. So there's I'm a part of me that's like, Okay, yeah, that would be I would I could see that getting placed there. It feels like a kid saying this. That's yeah. what it feels like. Yeah, it does feel like I think we are consistent with the kid theme. It is it a nineties kids theme or is it like a, a new is this like a newer thing? Or is uh, it is, is it an animation? Maybe I not. could also see it being something like grown ups because remember grown ups they had kids yeah, in that yeah. too. So like Kid, it's a kid saying this. It's just what kind of movie it's in and what know, capacity. I don't know. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna have to go with. Um, I'm gonna go with my initial guess and say something uh, along the lines of. Uh, what the fuck did I say? That's a great question. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. Little rascals. Lot, okay, little there rascals. Got little rascals. Okay. I'm yeah. gonna go grown ups too. Oh, I have a slapping I'm, that I'm, two go on there. Yeah, that's gonna be the differentiator. It's like adding one to your prices right score. Like a little bit. A one thousand and one, Bob. Like that's how that one is. Brian? <laughs> I, I I'm sticking with sausage party. I Okay. I, it feels so blatant and direct. I just I have to go with it. All right. Oh, this is from the movie Chucky. Get yeah. out. Like the, the murderous doll movie. Oh, oh no, no, no. Man. Sorry. This is from an obscure movie. Sorry. This is from an obscure movie called Warriors of Virtue from 1997. Oh. I've never heard of this before. Here is, here is a brief overview of that particular oh, movie. I can't uh, Warriors of Virtue is a 1997 Chinese-American martial arts fantasy film directed by Ronnie Yu and starring a bunch of people you never fucking heard of. Like... <laughs> That's that's well, my summary. Is that wow. in the okay? I thought the creature the effects were nominated were were designed by Academy Award nominated special effect production house Alterian Inc. Um, huh. And there was a sequel. It was in two thousand two, and it was called Warriors of Virtue: The Return to Tao. Huh. I don't oh, remember this, this oh, preview God. on 90. So Roman in the chat is saying it had previews splattered throughout the nineties VHS tapes. 
I do, I do not okay. recall this one. I'm gonna put up a picture of this. Don't you worry. I'm oh, super I worried. I will need my brain. I will need my memory jogged on that for sure. Keep, 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 uh, keep yeah. talking. Keep talking. I, I, mean, I mean, but here's the problem: is that there were so many movies that were just splattered through the tapes I watched. Like oh I God. saw a preview for what was it? The Indian in the cupboard. Like that no, was on every oh other goddamn God. tape I watched. He really tried to make yeah. that happen. Okay, wait. Like, they really I did. Used to, I used to like that movie. Well, I mean, it's a problematic. Not, not, it's problematic. It's, it's, it's very, very problematic. It's very problematic. Don't they put a cowboy in there too? I know, it's bad. Like, yeah, and then they make them fight I, each other. It was bad. Yeah, it was it's, bad. It's, it's bad. Very, it's very, like, bad. very problematic. I, I don't know how a teacher of mine was like, "Yep, this is appropriate for children," yeah, and I sense. watched it. Yeah, they used to then the vibe roots off. Yeah, yeah. They used to show roots to the kids back in the day. This is the well. That's not a good picture. Oh, oh shit, folks! I'm looking at a picture of like, what if Power rabbits? Rangers were cat rabbits? Exactly cat, what it is, Brian. Cat rabbits or donkeys? Uh, That's where I would have put it. Cat know, rabbits man. or donkeys? That's of a course, lot. Of course, it's an MGM property. Of course, it is. Like yep. I just, of course, all they all have different colors. There's a blue one, a green one, a yeah. red one. The kids like, got to be able to tell them apart, Doug. How else are they going to? Those are can guys. Those are kangaroos. Okay. Oh, funny cat, okay. pretty close, <laughs> pretty goddamn close. I'm not gonna lie to you. Actually, I'm if I'm being honest, you. kangaroos it's fucking terrifying, so don't make a movie about them. <laughs> I don't know, kangaroos can be wise. I mean, um, do you I don't know, know how terrifying they are? No, she's just scary. I don't, I, I don't I want don't, to fight one, <laughs> Brian. Every other day in my Facebook algorithm. Because he doesn't have TikTok. Hey, be careful what you're going to reveal about yourself. Like sure, <laughs> don't. There's some like news story about like man punches kangaroo yeah. in face because it was drowning his dog. Yeah, it's like yeah. what the fuck? I just what watched kangaroos the, I just, doing. I just watched a video of a kangaroo holding a dog by its ears, and the guy like swung on the kangaroo so it would let go of the dog. What what cookies do you have? I don't. Please don't ask. Goodness gracious! I don't know. Yep, that's, these are the things I read. Violent kangaroo. Hey, Doug, are you at all? Are you at all concerned about the conflict in you know wherever insert place? I would say uh, no, because someone's got to get these kangaroos fucking under control. <laughs> if not I'm me, sorry, then they who? do what? They trick they animals. They do what? They do Roman? that. I did read that. They do trick animals. Roman Meyer said they trick animals to come into water to drown them. The kangaroos. Oh, that's it's diabolical. Great. These motherfuckers is evil, y'all. Have you ever seen their nails? Like, have you ever seen any of that? Have you seen how swole oh, and how jacked they are? I've seen how jacked they are. They look like they do. A lot of work. Netflix. Like they put in that body work on a daily basis. I mean, they just roll up all swole. And they're like, yeah, they're like. Hey, you want to come here? How do they trick animals? I guess I want to know. Like, what is it? Like, is it like, hey, some really good sausage, like right over here? (laughs) You want to check it out? Like, no, trust me. I don't know why. Right here, you were like slipping into Owen Wilson. There, like, hey, hey, guys, like, there's some. Wow, there's wow, wow. You wouldn't believe. Like, yeah, it just blows my absolute mind. I it mean, blows my mind. I just want to know what the name of the tracking cookie is. Like, is it is it violent kangaroos? Is it kangaroo <laughs> concerned or like kangaroo observer? I just yeah. I'm so yep. there's one. You're right, Brian. There's one. There's one out there. <laughs> violent violent like, kangaroo makes like me. I'm excited. searching it up. No. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. No, kangaroos. Kangaroos look like they lift every day. Every day. My God. Wow. Yeah, that is. Wow. That is yeah. not something I mean, you want to mess with Mr. at all. I mean, he'll he'll beat you up, and then he'll drown like you. It looks like it's gonna take my lunch money. Like that's what I'm concerned about. Like we got a we got a problem here. <laughs> we got a problem here, bro. Did you, hey, hey, did you look at my girl, bro. Like so that's bro. what it's saying to you. Yeah. Like yeah, he's, the, he's the type to jump you. Yeah. It's like, hey, you spilled you oh. spilled spilled your vodka all over my Air Force Ones, bro. Like that's what that's saying. <laughs> I, I, I got more of like a bouncer vibe oh, from yeah. from it, but also that like just like the worst bouncer you've ever yeah. experienced. Just yeah, I can, can I please go in? Absolutely not. Hey. Not here, okay. Oi. Take the hat. Take the hat off. Oi, oi! No hats in the barbie, mate. No hats are allowed in the club. Oh, no, the Australian accent coming out. <laughs> take, right. take the fucking hat off, bro. That's take, exactly what the hat is. Let's move on. Look at all right. I Ryan, have a pop. Ryan, okay. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! The Australian accent. I can't do it. It's you know I, what? Like, I would. You know absolutely what? Not be good at it. I am proud of myself for he not simultaneously a, trying. He that was strange. Really I was waiting for you to jump in. Yeah. Yeah. He actually. Has um, a really good Here's what I got. So I have a little like pop quiz, funny, fun thing that I wanted to do oh. with you all. Uh, so here we go. A uh, hundred years ago today, roughly, um, Disney was founded. So like oh. Disney is celebrating a hundred years of animation. They had a special on mm. last night that was like a hundred years of magic or something like that. So I wanted to ask you all to give me your following. Okay. Oh, your favorite Disney character. Mm. Your favorite Disney classic movie, and then your favorite and like your favorite Disney Pixar movie. Those three. That's hard as hell. Wow. It is hard. Okay, say them same again. Yeah. Favorite Disney character, favorite Disney classic movie, and then your favorite Disney Pixar movie. Jesus, Doug. Okay, you're gonna have to go first so that I, I will go first. Up. Yeah, I will go I, first. Please. So I'm gonna answer them like this. The favorite Disney classic movie, Hercules. No questions, okay. hands down. Like that one is just always will be my favorite. The muses are fantastic. Yes. Uh, the comedy in it is really good. Like Harrison and Harper watched that just this past weekend in the morning. And it was like, there's a moment. Like it's just, it's a, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoy that one a lot. Um, favorite Disney character. I've always enjoyed Stitch. He seems like a lot of chaotic energy I yeah. can get behind. Oh, like that seems yeah. he seems like my vibe, which I'm good with. Um, mm -hmm. which is fun. And mm -hmm. then my favorite Disney Disney Pixar movie is Inside Out. I like Inside Out. Okay. Because I appreciate the way they explain. It feels like a really good entry point for emotions and showing that like right. there are moments in our childhood where they just feel out of control. And I think like for kids, it does a great job of like, Hey, do you ever just feel like super frustrated? Like it's a really good entry point to be like, your anger just has the wheel right now. Like it's just, yeah. that's just the way it is. And then the fact that they get more complex and nuanced over time, I just think is, is well done. So that's, that's mine. Yeah. Those are my three. That's a good. That's a good three. I mean, Inside Out is is just such a phenomenal movie. I yeah. feel like for young kids and how you can access those emotions and how I I think mm -hmm. when I was growing up, the idea that you could have two emotions at one time, 
I did not. I did yep. not. This is a that, hard. This is a hard question. That's, yeah, it is I, a hard. This is. I can jump in, Marcus. I I think I'm good to Please. go here. Oh, go time. ahead. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So this is this is this was tough, mm-hmm. but I I had to make some decisions here. So I'm okay. starting off with favorite classic Disney movie, the The Little Mermaid. I mean that okay. that that movie that movie. I watched it so many times. Like we had the VHS and I watched it uh, at least every week. Um, And I remember as a kid when the ship at the beginning of that movie is going down with Prince Eric, I would pretend to be on that ship. So I would throw (laughs) myself around the living room holding on to the ship. It's my favorite. Um, And I just, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Yeah. So I just, I have such a connection with that movie. And I'm so happy my son Parker loves it. He loved the live action one. Yeah. Just so many good memories there. Favorite character. It's, it's gotta be the genie from Aladdin. I was obsessed with Robin Williams after that. I just, I wanted to know everything about this man, how he Mm -hmm. brought this character to life and just the genie, man, it almost overshadows like the Aladdin Mm -hmm movie which is also a very good movie but yeah man like the genie just robin williams is so vibrant he is just he made like he just makes it jump out of the tv i don't know how else to say yeah. it but like an actual living breathing genie and then favorite pixar movie i'm gonna go with wally and yeah, it's because <laughs> one of the reasons it is it's it's my favorite pixar movie for me is because about like a third or a half of that movie has no almost no dialogue and it's just mm-hmm. it's just visuals and i just i think i mean i say this ironically or as a joke sometimes but i really do there's such a cinematic quality to it of just you see everything is communicated by an action everything is communicated by a visual when you see these trash heaps on earth you're like oh like <laughs> it it got bad and it's just this one robot just cleaning up after everybody. And your yeah. heart just, you haven't even introduced Eva, a love interest. Maybe, I don't know, can robots fall in love? I don't know. That's a and different podcast, Brian. Yeah, true. Good point. Synths. Um, uh, anyway, uh, but like the, the idea that like most of this movie, yeah, talking, talking about those AI synths, you can't fall in love. Oh yeah! Oh, got it! Yeah, synthetic. That's what I was going. I was like, I was like, what? Yes, (laughs) I can. I can tell your face. I was like, I should probably. We were like, huh? Huh? Anyway, I also think it's a good message. Like, take care of the earth and yeah, mess it up. So that's such a. Those are my three. Like that first half of that. Yeah, it's Wally is communicating by saying his name and a series of clicks, whistles, and sounds, and that's it. Like, and so that's a great point. And it's a, I think it's, it's, it's like an, it's a very creative way of trying. Like, how do you tell a story from a robot's perspective when they can't talk? It's like, they have to action everything to your point. They have to, if they're scared, they have to act scared. They can't be like, Oh no. Like it's so great point. I, that's a good one. I love that. Thank you. Okay. I have to, you know me, I got to reduce it down. All right. I'm gonna go favorite Disney movie. Favorite Disney okay. classic first. It's All a right. toss up between Tarzan. Um, oh, good one. God, what was the other? Tarzan, Lion King, and um, oh God, I just saw the list. It's a toss up between Tarzan. Oh, Tarzan, Lion King, and One Hundred and One Dalmatians. Um, okay, oh, yep. good call. And Those so, are good three. 
I feel like one of the first things I told my grandmother was like, I'm hungry, mother. And that comes from like 101 Dalmatians, Mm -hmm. like being in the fridge. So I'm, but Tarzan is just such a great concept that is like, Yo. That that soundtrack, that everything about oh. that is like is like really good. So I'm probably gonna say Tarzan. Phil Collins, man. Tarzan. Phil yep. Collins killed it, murked it, crushed it's it. It's also a tight, it's a tight story. It's like 88 oh, minutes. Oh yeah, no, it's not it, long. And the it's, series was good. There was like a lot of yep. like, you know what I mean? Like it went on to become like a really good TV show series, like that kind of stuff too. Yeah, because they so. followed the tribe of monkeys around, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like about the gorillas. Like that was all it was. Like moves to the foot, like the woods, and then like they have a kid or something at some point or whatever the case may be. Like, so I will go there. Pixar movie, also a toss up. I have to go. um, Did I say Toy Story? You did not. Oh, so it's between Toy Story and The Incredibles. Okay, Um, good choices. That's a hard choice. It is a hard choice. Being who I am, though, like when Toy Story was out, I, like I think I wasn't born yet. Like I was catching up to that. 97? I grew up with the Incredibles. Yeah. So I was born in 94. So it was like me catching up to that. Right. Yeah. Incredibles, though, I was there and witnessed when that movie was made and like what it did. And like it really changed the game of like, oh, they created original heroes and superheroes through Disney. Like, yeah, I'm in. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to the Incredibles. Now, character is hard. Because I don't know if I have a dramatically favorite character. That's okay. If I'm being honest. And I That's fine. See what I... So long mean. as you don't say Jack Skellington, anything you can say is a home run. So long as your answer, he froze right as I said. That's why I didn't get his reaction. <laughs> of course so he Perfect did. time for him to freeze. Oh so long as his choices I mean, uh, are not Sally or Jack Skellington, I don't have to worry. You said yeah. Jack Skellington, didn't you, Mark? Uh, uh, no, I did not say Jack Skellington. <laughs> don't you put that on me, um, Ricky Bobby. Uh, so <laughs> I would have to go either like um, um, Simba okay. or I also feel like I have to do Tiana because like that's just another really good character from Princess and the Frog. So I really did mm-hmm. like the character of Tiana. Almost Princess. there. Almost there is, is I feel like people don't talk about it on the top 10. Yeah. Um, conversation and it should be like yeah. oh yeah yeah well the movie itself should also be in the top 10 conversation of of movies in general but i don't feel like it is yeah that right, whole soundtrack that whole soundtrack phenomenal. Is good. yeah it's phenomenal. that whole soundtrack top to bottom is good friends on the other side you kidding me that's great oh yeah, yeah. okay so roman in the chat and if others are watching and want to give us their favorites yeah. so drop them in the chat so here's the question we'll read romans here in a second but here's what we asked if you're watching or listening here's what we asked Favorite Disney character, favorite Disney classic movie, favorite Disney Pixar movie. So if you're watching, drop that in the chat. We'd love to have you participate. But here's what Roman said. So Roman's favorite Disney classic is a Goofy movie. A hundred percent agree. That's a good one for sure. Um, A Bug's Life. That is an un. That's a sleeper. I also like a Bug's Life. I really do. It's a good movie. I like that one too. Of like, and and is Ants a Disney movie? And it was the DreamWorks one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Hard not to like him as a character, especially since it's that like he has to deal with that identity crisis like all the way in the movie. It's very. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 
Those yeah. are solid picks. Good I mean, goofy solid movie. picks. Oh, like goofy movie. I feel like defined part of a generation. I feel oh, like. for sure, for sure. You still I see mean, Powerline like performances and like. Yeah, he's a very popular Halloween costume. And I still see merch for Goofy movie, and I know that's mm-hmm. maybe because of my cookies, but like, they're still making Powerline stuff, which is bonkers oh, to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he's but, he is all over. He's all over that whole. He's just all over it. Uh, Brian, uh, care to, to hit us off with your first piece of news, sir? What do you got? Yes. Yes. I'm ready to do it. Uh, we're going to do these in chronological order, I guess, is probably the oh, easiest okay. way to do this. Yeah. Uh, so last week, the day after we recorded our podcast, uh, Variety had a piece <laughs> come out uh, that was titled Aquaman 2, flooded with drama. Jason Momoa allegedly drunk on set. Amber Heard scenes cut. Elon Musk's letter to WB and more. So uh, there's some stuff going on with Aquaman 2, as well as just WB as a whole, because there's some like other nuggets in here that they don't even spend some time on, but like it's like two sentences, as in like, oh, none of the original DC casting will be back. So nobody nobody that was originally cast in a WB movie, WB DC movie is coming back, except for Viola Davis playing Amanda Waller okay. uh, and uh, John Cena as the Peacemaker. Um, <laughs> I, like Those are the only two listed here uh, in this piece. Now, Marcus being our dc expert here also made a good point that james gunn why don't i can't remember what he said what about about the previous character he said that um james gunn said that some characters will return to um the dcu but they may not have the same stories uh, um or they may not exist in the same universe and nothing is canon until we get to superman legacy Right. So it it's it's wild. Like and this is like a small nugget in this thing about Aquaman. Um the big headliner here though is that uh according to some doctor notes from Amber Heard's therapist, uh there there was some stuff that happened on the Aquaman too. Well yeah. she she said some things and I I want to like make a point here that like we don't like obviously we stand with survivors that that's that's very clear here but these are also th- like therapy notes so these were things that like she said um mm-hmm. that's that's all we know um yeah. basically yeah. she makes allegations that Jason Momoa was intoxicated on set um and she thought that Jason Momoa wanted her fired and there's also an incident here where she said that Jason Momoa dressed yep. Johnny Depp Yep, that's the best one. The rings, which I'm, I'm that's the fucking best one. Like I just don't even know what is going on over there. Uh, but basically, uh, they reached <laughs> out to Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa says he's conducted himself in a professional manner. Uh, he didn't show up drunk to set in his statement. He isn't dressing like Johnny Depp. Uh, just some very bizarre things here um i'm gonna summarize the rest of this article here um i mean basically there was a point where amber heard was saying like her scenes were, were being cut and she was seeing elon musk at the time so oh 
Uh, they were, by the way, I didn't know that, by the way. So when I read that, I'm like, that's some that's wild new shit. What? Yeah. Like, I didn't know that. There's so much happening. So it's more like, information than I needed. Like, what the yeah. fuck? I feel yeah. like I'm in the group chat, and I want to leave. Like, that yes. is how I feel the about it. The family chat that you would feel guilty God. about leaving. Yep. Right. Exactly. So it got to a point where they wanted Amber Heard to be removed uh, from Aquaman, she was like nearly fired um, following the Aquaman release in 2018. And so she got wind of this and her former boyfriend, Elon Musk, uh, I guess sent a letter to Warner brothers threat oh, quote, threatening to burn the house down. <clears throat> I don't even know what, what that, that means what? other than a threat. Um, so eco friendly of you. No, it, it's really not. Um, so basically this that 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 happened. Um, and it's it's this whole mess. I just I think I want to say here. Um, and the last thing I'll say here is that basically th this article like outlines where DC is at right now. And it's not a happy spot. And like the only it thing that they be. have. They, the only thing that DC has going for it right now is that it's going to be basically the only like high budget action movie in December, which is like, <laughs> that's, that's such a low bar to clear. Um, so that's, that is what this variety piece talked about. So there's a whole lot going on. Okay. I have two things really quick. First, um, when we introduced Marcus, I almost call him our DC daddy. And I don't know why that was my knee-jerk reaction. I just wanted to share that. That my first knee-jerk response, it was like, well, Marcus is our resident DC expert. And I had to bite my tongue because I almost spent, I almost went, oh, you mean our DC daddy? And then I was like lost for the first five minutes of this. So <laughs> that's the first thing I wanted to say. Yeah. The second thing I wanted to say is, can we talk about Jason Momoa dressing up as Johnny Depp for a moment? Because here's here's the here's the thing that just blows my fucking mind about this. So On strange. one hand, either Amber Heard is saying his his look is so unoriginal, like day to day, that it would be easy to be confused as him doing an impression of Johnny Depp. That's the first possibility. It's so yeah, the, it's hard to picture. Or the second possibility is that. If there, if it actually happened again, it's reality as someone sees it. And this man, what you're saying is this man got himself up and he's like, today's the day. Today is the day I, this, I'm going to do it. I've been thinking about it. She's been stepping on my line. She's not falling or blocking. We're two weeks behind schedule because of this bullshit trial. Today's the day I make her know. I let her know how unhappy I am. What? I don't understand. What? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And I would love, because the other thing is that I think she said, Brian, when I read that piece, she said that James Wan knew that he was drunk and like he had some yeah. knowledge of that. There was something in there. Because then yeah. I was, I told you guys in the chat, I was like, that text chain between James Wan and fucking Jason Momoa right. of him being like, hey, guess what I'm going to do? Like that, that blows my mind. I, That's all I have. It, it, yeah. Awful. Yeah, not good. 
Marcus? Doesn't Jason Momoa already dress like Johnny Depp? Like he dressed I mean, like that the entire time in the Fast and the Furious movie. So what is right? the fucking difference? He right? already wears rings and baggy clothes and looks like he puts on crystal deodorant. So like, isn't that like two people can dress oh, the yeah. same way? Like, I mean, this is how he dresses on the regular. I mean, he is dressing like a pirate most days. Well, I mean, kind of. I mean, the other thing about <laughs> it is like, I don't. It's so confusing for me. Like, I'm just, I don't even know what to even take with this information because like back in May, when all like the trial stuff was Mm -hmm. happening, it was said that Jason Momoa fought for Amber Heard to be in the movie. That's what it said. And so it's like, is Amber Heard quite possibly just having like a no good, very terrible Aquaman too, which is totally possible. Like (laughs) just being jerked around and then people are just like, oh, you're radioactive because like, eh. mm-hmm. and like, I'm wondering if like that's what's happening and maybe that's how they made her feel. But at the same time, like Aquaman, I don't know. I just, it's bizarre. Like this movie was already like a hot this, mess. This, a little bit like this movie's already a hot mess because of everything that happened with the DC acquisition so to to add more chaos into it, I don't know why you would do that if this stuff. I also like, don't know. You know, assuming this stuff happened, I don't even. It's it's bizarre. It, it's very it's much very so. bizarre. Yeah, very much so. It's this movie's gonna be a big hot mess, and I'm very excited to see. I it. mean, it's like it's the only. It is like the only big budget thing that's gonna be out there. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, this is it. I think this is it for DC with this year. I think so. Well, just closing out like the like the pre oh yeah, yeah, yeah. era movies. So like, it's even it's even like got a weirder energy because it's like, well, this I don't know. We don't know if any of this stuff is going to stay. Um, who knows? And then they're probably not going to be able to promote it because SAG is still on strike. So just who knows. This this movie is I don't want to call it curse, but man, this this has a lot of weird energy around. Not it. to mention it had a bunch of reshoots. Like before we even got a trailer, they had to go back and reshoot some it shit. Is. So like, right. it's already not like you said, not off to a great the greatest of starts. Here, here's here's where I'm at with the whole thing. We know DC is fucked. <laughs> 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 Who's helming it? James Gunn, David Zasloff. We know DC is just like WB is cursed and forever wicked. It's like whatever they did, I don't know if they need to rebury whatever like skeleton yeah. they found underneath the building, but like put that shit back because y'all ain't got right. Y'all ain't been right since I don't know when. Like I, I honestly can't even <laughs> yeah. tell you. What pisses me off the most is I don't want to know any of this shit. I am so <laughs> this whole Travis, this whole Travis Kels, Taylor Swift era of like like constantly being in my news feed i'm sick of hearing about celebrities like finally the content we all wanted yeah i mean just clearly everybody wants to know all of this i mean I just, you could I even just, i needed to know like i want to know i want to know all of it and well, he and here we are yeah i don't know who's internet it might be my internet at I this think point it's I think it's yours at this but point. it's just it's just very annoying. I don't want to know any of this. I, I just I'm I'm tired of this. Why do I have the therapist notes? Th- these that, therapy notes are very strange. That's the thing that I think that bugs me the most about it. Like that is the part of me that where I like I have a lot of sympathy for Amber Heard because I think there's a point in time where it's like, really, 
Like that's the one place, like your relationship with your therapist is supposed to be the one place where you're not like where some of that stuff just isn't going to come out because again, those are notes now taken out of context. And the other, not only is it out of context, but like these, these are rough draft notes from a therapist. So like, this isn't a final report. This is just no. like, this is scribblings on a pad. And I don't know about everybody, but for me, I sometimes write stuff down that's just in my head that isn't necessarily the full reality. I'm just trying to make sense right. of it. And then I get right. corrected right. about it. And so it just feels very invasion of privacy-ish. And on top yeah. of it, like they were released as part of, uh, I guess, Johnny Depp fans started a fund to pay the court fees for the release of these documents oh from the trial. It feels more really simu- gross, you know? Simultaneous, like, shitty for multiple reasons. Like, That's really annoying. shitty for multiple reasons. Hey, listen, yeah. listen, yeah. listen, 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 listen. <laughs> you shitty fans are getting on my damn nerves. You toxic fans are getting on my goddamn nerves. I really just, you have nothing else better to do with your day than to be in somebody's Instagram, Twitter, X comments, Facebook comments. You want to raise a GoFundMe and spend good money on something that you could be donating to several things that are happening across this goddamn planet. And you would rather raise money to get the documents from an Amber Heard case, which has nothing to do with your life that you live. Amber Heard and Johnny Depp don't give a damn about you. So why are you spending all of this money? Your fart that you let off in your house does not affect them in any capacity. So why the fuck are you raising money for some document that has nothing yeah, to do with you? It, it's incredibly upsetting. And like, I, I also think well there's said. this, I mean, it's just, it's also this, yeah, Marcus, you nailed it. And, and I, and I feel like the yeah. only thing I can add to that is like Amber Heard just went through this entire court ordeal and we know how hard it is for survivors to come with their story. And right. why so few people are prosecuted for these crimes is because survivors are like, absolutely not. I don't want to go through all that. I'm done. She did it. And like, if she wanted to share this stuff as part of everything, I feel like Mm -hmm. she would have. And I feel like that's her story to tell when she wants to tell it. And so like, in addition to all this, it feels like she even had that taken away from her in this process. Like she didn't even get to decide when to talk about this stuff again these are like like she didn't write these notes <laughs> like another per- a therapist wrote yeah. these notes in a rough draft it's just it's uh, it's just it, the whole situation is just absolutely bonkers this brings me to my next point all right this is my this is my next point of news okay i didn't mm-hmm. connect it to my hotspot so That's i got fine. much better wi-fi oh listen yeah. jada pinkett stop talking Oh boy! Just stop talking. Like I, I hate to tell you that as a black woman and as a woman in general, and I hate that as a man that I'm saying this, but it's strictly for the podcast. Really, you can say what the fuck you want because just as I said sure. that people's lives they don't affect anything that they got going on. You don't give a fuck about what I'm saying on this on our little independent podcast. But nope. guess what? Hey, stop! I want you to stop talking. Every other day in the news feed, it's you revealing something I did not need to know about your inner workings. I know you're telling your story, but guess what? I don't want to hear this shit. I'm so sick and tired of talking about this shit, bro. Like, y'all just, more information comes out about personal lives of people that 
I'm just being entertained by it. And I know that you are human beings, right? This is not the gladiator days where we watch you kill think. people in a fucking arena and then like we get to and then we get to like just like enjoy the thrill of it all without like humanizing you all. Like I do understand that. But like, do we have to reveal and release everything? You went on a I, damn book tour, a book run, spilling secrets, and you've been in the news, Taylor Swift and Kelsey, <laughs> Jada Pickett Smith, and now this goddamn Aquaman like, news. I'm like, so sick of all this shit. If if I if if I could only choose one stream, like the one obnoxious news stream of info to that I don't want to know. I'm going to go with the Taylor Swift, Travis yes, Kelsey stuff. it's the most lighthearted shit out there. It's super, like, it's just super dull. Like, I enjoy Taylor Swift's music. Do not care who she dates. I, I do not care at all. Brian. Um, but it's, Brian, but it's going to inspire her next album. So you need to care. <laughs> I, all I imagine, can imagine. Could you imagine her setting up men every single time to be like, I'm about to get some fire from this shit. All I can imagine is like, if I, like if I dated Taylor Swift, I'm not saying that is even in the realm of possibility. I love my wife, Maggie. However, if I was a man dating Taylor Swift and I'm aware I'm dating Taylor Swift, like anytime that there's like a, a conflict of like, well, I'm just really upset you didn't put the towels in the laundry. I'm like, oh, she, she, she's gonna write. She's gonna write. She's gonna write about how I'm not listening and how I didn't do what I said I was gonna do. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, nasty Brian. I don't give a shit <laughs> about any of it, but I promise that there will be a song. Yeah. Called Flag TK. on the Fucking Play. Oh, and it's oh, oh Flag on the Play. No, and there will be a line. Obvious. There will be a goddamn line in this song that's like, you move the chains, but the chains wouldn't move me. And that's fucking exactly that's, how that no, shit's going to go down. Yeah. That song is going to be called Red Kingdom. Or it's going to be something oh, after the <laughs> Yeah. No, it's got to be something a little subtle where, like, if you know, you know. It's going to be like um, T dot K dot. Right. It, yeah. She's going to like anagram. It'll be called I don't know if that's the right word, but she's going to like jumble the letters of Travis Kelsey. Let's, let's can we just spend the next like minute coming yeah, up with different it. names for the name of this song? Yeah, pig, <laughs> pig um, I'm going to go Mahomes because she might want to go somebody adjacent to Travis yeah. Kelsey. Oh man. 50 yard line. I feel like she might go super obscure. I think she's going to go like spotlight. Because Ooh, as soon as she did this, it felt one. like everything was spotlighted that they did. Or half you could it could half, even be it could half time's a good one. Half time's a good one. You could even it yeah. could even be a nod to when football games are played. She could have a song called an an eventful Sunday. Oh, oh well, so mm. we're getting recursive because and I know this because it was blasted everywhere. So when Travis Kelsey made a touchdown, the his first touchdown when Tra when Taylor Swift was there. He did the archer. He did the archer like pose. Yeah, that he does. She that. does at her concerts, and I'm like, we're getting to a point where it's recursive <sighs> now because he's doing the Taylor Swift stuff with Taylor Swift watching him do the Taylor Swift stuff that she performed, and like it's getting like meta. So like it'd this be is, cool if she. This could. is white. I think you identify. I think you identified the reason why they'll break up because if you yeah. ask Travis Kelsey, he'll say he's been doing that. He'll say, I do really? that anytime I score a touchdown. Oh, and I man. only know that because I listened to the New Heights podcast and they he asked, they were. Oh, they did they really? 
Yes. He goes, yeah, I just think it's a, it's a cool thing. And apparently there is a very personal reason why he chooses to do that. Okay. He didn't, I don't think he got into it or I don't. Okay. All right. I listen to that when I, I listen to that when I mow the lawn. That's that's what seems like a good podcast to listen to. Like in the best way possible. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to honor. I do want to like make sure your time is is honored, though, Marcus. I agree with you. The Jada Pinkett stuff. I don't. It feels don't like it feels like I'm at Thanksgiving dinner and my aunt. <laughs> Careful, he might keeps, show up. Like no, like just one of my relatives just keeps talking. Like they just they just keep talking, and everyone's like, "Hey, like this is going on more like longer than usual, right?" And we're all looking at each other over pie, and it's like, anyway. Then we got separated seven years ago, and you're like, "Oh, we're like we're just starting. We're just starting this story." And like everyone's like, "This is the point. Like, do you go to the bathroom or do you stay?" And I feel like all of us. We're locked in the house. Like we can't, Ugh. we can't escape this. <laughs> this story is coming from inside the house. And, like we just like the only thing we can do right now is like I will. I'm gonna get another piece of pie and I'm gonna listen to like Aunt Carol's story. I guess because here we all. Okay, I guess she was with Tupac. I guess that's that's what we're doing now. That's okay. Like I, that's okay. I understand you. This was wow, emotional and too. he was addicted to methamphetamine. Um, that sounds tough. Yeah, and he had that alopecia. Real. Tough. He had Just, alopecia. Was addicted to methamphetamine. Proposed to her when they weren't really soulmate. Oh. Yeah, that's why do I know all this information? Why do I have all this information? I'm not saying like don't share it. I don't know what to do with it. I just simply I'm I'm just just outside the door holding all of this information. Like, so (laughs) is somebody gonna get the door or what? It's here's the other way in which I describe it. Have you ever been like someone who's like moving stuff around, like a garage, a storage room, and for some reason they don't hand you something heavy to hold. They give you something <laughs> really light. Yeah, and they're like, here, yeah. hold this. And you're like, why? Like, you're doing all the heavy lifting. Right. And here I am holding this tiny little box. Like, I, right. don't, I don't know why this is here. Um, that's how all of this feels of like, <laughs> why are you giving this to me? I, I need to like underline the fact that like Jada Pinkett Smith, please tell your story. I think I think what's happening though is I feel like whoever's managing this book tour was like, okay, you know what? We need some zingers to get out in the press to generate buzz about your book. And she was like, oh, you need like what three? And they're like, we're gonna need two dozen, and we're gonna run them <laughs> nonstop for two weeks at least, and that'll be good for the book. And I feel like Jada was like, are you sure you need like twenty four? Are you sure? I feel like three could do it, and they're like. No, we need all of them. We need one for the Today Show. We need one for Good Morning America. We yep. need one for Collider. We need like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's maybe what's happening here, and it's that's why I feel like it's kind of memed itself because it's so much information coming out at the same mm-hmm. time, and it's like seven years too late for some of this information, right? Right. Like, I would have given a fuck about this maybe seven years ago, right? Or, or or six years ago or five years ago, but like after the pandemic, I I lowered my capacity for a lot of extra shit that I didn't need. Pat, I yeah, and like I just yeah. don't, I just don't need to hear. And like, granted, like <laughs> oh, if you don't want to hear it, then don't read it. That's not the option that I have. When the news feed picks up on something, it's everywhere, and people are gonna like overuse whatever that like content is. And unfortunately, right now, it is just a mix of those three things that are like in the news feed yeah among and you're right Brian, things happening in the world 
Brian, it's starting to come the other way because I saw one today that was like Jada Pickett Smith announces that she's never cheated on Will despite entanglements. And I'm like, you can't put the fucking monkey back in the box. Like, you can't put this away. Like, you can't say, like, we haven't been together for seven years. So he said, my wife, what? Like, you can't put that back. <laughs> I mean, like, Jada Pickett said that we didn't sign a prenup when we got married. Why do we need to know I, that? We like, don't. Ugh. We don't. I just, this is why, like, this is why a lot of times you will see, you will see these celebrity tell-alls. They'll be like, I'll pick one. I'm going to do 60 <laughs> minutes or I'm going to do Hoda Kotb on, on today. And then they just do, they just do the one, right? They just do yeah. the one. Everything. And it's everywhere. I mean, like, to her credit and her publicist's credit, we're talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Is it? We are not positive? the demographic you would expect. Is it all positive? It. Oh, we are. I don't know. I don't know. I, that, but I. I mean, it, it's working. If that was the goal, um, and we talked about this in the group chat, but like, it really does feel like something flipped after mm -hmm. the Will Smith Oscars ceremony. It really this, does this feel flat. like Jada. Mm -hmm. This feels like she's done. Like, it, in, Ooh, in no yeah, other terms. She, yep, she didn't want to do that no more. Nope, not at all. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, you have to keep doing that, but that's I also I, I also feel the same way where I'm like, do we have to have these three things? I don't want these three things anymore. So I get it. I'm even over the Marvel news. Like I'm over all the Marvel leaks. Oh, okay. I'm over all of the there was a lot of Marvel leaks that had just came out this past weekend about like things that Marvel has supposedly been changing and like the Daredevil went it. back to the drawing oh. board. So let's cover New York Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. What, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, can I, it. I can slide it. I can slide. No, 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 no. I was, I was just kidding. Game. I'm gonna oh. cover it. He's gonna oh. have to deal. Um, so <laughs> he's gonna have to deal with it because this is, this is way it's fine. fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh. Here I am. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um. No. Uh, you're right. It's a lot. There's a lot. And the problem is, is that there's a lot of news, including everything else in the world. It just right. feels like this past yes. week was the like, it's pour all of it on, like, just put it all it, on there. It was, and, it was a tough, it was a tough week for me to read the news. I think yeah, it's, it's hard. I'll just yeah, say that a lot it of was, things I can't even get into. Yeah. Really difficult. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Marvel updates. So there's a all book right. coming out called mcu uh let me get the exact title right uh the reign of marvel studios mcu yep. by joanna robinson dave gonzalez and gavin edwards so these folks have been deeply entrenched in uh you know marvel studios and kind of learning all the things that are going on and there are a few nuggets of information that we wanted to talk about because predominantly they confirmed that we were right and that's what I'm here to do today <laughs> is to confirm that we are, in fact, correct. The first is Fal that Falcon and the Winter Soldier and um, oh, what was the other one? Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the other one didn't land as they had originally intended. Uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania. Ant-Man, Quantumania did not land as they intended to. And internally, they admitted that maybe that wasn't the best solution. This has sort of not prompted, but given the performance of all Marvel shows from Falcon and the Winter Soldier up till this season of Loki, they have made the decision to restructure how they actually do TV shows. And so Hold on. Have... before you get into it, before you say what they what Doug is about to say, I want everybody to pay close attention 
because this is very important to notice what they were not doing. Can right. That's yeah, a good is, point. It's very strange to know what they were not, what you think is common sense of what should be done for a show. They were not doing. Sorry. Yes. No. Great point. So first thing they're not going to, they weren't writing these things like TV shows. They were writing them like movies and then just cutting them up like into smaller segments that you could then string together. So that's that's the first thing. Yeah, it it's sense. like those two the, the media needs to be consumed differently. You have to shoot right. it differently and write it differently. So they would shoot it and then they would just say like this is a good spot. So if there are moments where you're going back and watching say Moon Knight and you're like why the yeah. fuck did it end here? You're like yeah. That's why, because they were like, this doesn't make a sense. And this gets into the other point of they don't have a showrunner. Like they don't have anybody yep. that is in charge of it. So for those of you that don't know, a showrunner in the TV show space, a showrunner is the person that is there and is responsible for really everything that happens on that set, in that program. So from start to finish, they are in control of the process for that particular show. So it's continuity it's what do they shoot when do they shoot it it's what order does it need to be cut in what order should it be released in so they show they showrunners are very common the best example i can give you is the folks from it's always sunny in philadelphia so glenn howerton charlie day rob mcelhenny they are both actors they are also collectively three showrunners so the three of them are responsible for what happens on that show and how it gets written and how it gets released. So for the fact that the MCU that is pouring millions of dollars into the episodes that have been done thus far yep. up until this point have not had one singular point of contact for that show and how it should be run is bonkers. Like it yep. does not make any sense whatsoever. So yep. those are the two big th ones that I had that I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, Brian Marcus, other ones from the releases that stood out to you as far as like what they weren't doing. The show Bible. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Not having a that's what they call a TV show Bible, which didn't make sense to me because who's keeping up with. Right. If the MCU has its bread and butter has been connected dots this entire time for you not to have a show Bible of like this is why things felt so disconnected. So that's what stood out to me. Mm hmm. Yeah. And yeah. And this is also coming from the Hollywood Reporter piece that came out on October 11th, because a lot of some of this stuff is also intertwined with the Daredevil, like soft reboot, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where some of this stuff also landed, because like Doug said, they didn't they didn't have a showrunner. So basically, if, if no, if someone didn't like something like Kevin, um, when the show was done, they would have to go do reshoots. And the 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 Hollywood Reporter piece gets into the fact that, like, because nobody really knew who was in charge in when they were developing Secret Wars, like they didn't like the people who were going to be the leadership team, like directors and writers. Some of those people left right before Secret Wars, not Secret Wars. I'm so sorry. Uh, Secret Invasion started mm -hmm. filming. So that's why Secret mm -hmm. Invasion feels like that is because nobody could decide on a direction because nobody was in charge. And then when they started filming, they didn't know where they were going. They saw what they had. They had to do millions of dollars of reshoots because they have a fix it and post attitude. 
which is why Secret Invasion feels and, and looks that way. And it's such a shame because that there was such potential there. I, and I feel like we, we didn't do a formal review of Secret Invasion, but I mean, for me, like if it, that that show had so much potential, but it tripped over itself and then just didn't really deliver on any of the main themes. And we can no. see why now nobody nobody was in charge seeing a singular vision, no. um, which is just I, I don't know how you how at Marvel you don't understand that making TV shows is different than making movies. I just well, that's the- so bogus to me. <laughs> I could understand. Well, I can understand how they maybe have this philosophy of let's be different and make our TV right. shows feel like a movie, but right. it just disconnects itself so much because you just can't do that. How I'm, Doug said it earlier, how I consume this Marvel property as a movie, you don't have enough time to do it in five episodes in a short limited right. series. Yeah, right. So, it, and again, when you're like, oh, the show. And I feel like it's something else. And this is, wasn't explicitly said. This is me sort of maybe my own interpretation. But like if you're essentially saying, great, what are we most limited by with movies? Well, they're only right. two and a half hours long. <laughs> well, this is perfect because that's roughly, you know, five 30 minute, 35 minute episodes. Right. We can just fucking keep all of it in <laughs> and not cut anything because this is eight. That's episodes That's and if point. we're not going to cut it then we can just go cool did you want to know how they walked to the car to get to the place <laughs> they were going we kept that shit in there so you could see it like it's just it doesn't <laughs> it's, it's, so stupid, it's, it's just right. so stupid like it's just yeah, like a it is you did, it just it's all unnecessary stuff and then you're left with a it ended on an episode where they just kind of drove off into the woods yeah C- cool like is that are those woods important? Yeah. No, that's yeah, just where they fucking cut that. it. Like, it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. So, yeah. Like, honestly, um, shame on you, Marvel. Like, you're supposed yeah, to be better you, than this. You, you are supposed to be better <laughs> this than some, this. This is some DC shit. This is some what, DC what piss, shit. Well, well, what gets me the most is, like, you have this, you have a... No, do I it. know that yeah, system, do it. Do it. systems are systems, right? Um, and I understand that through and through. But if you are somebody who works within the system that actually cares about what you're putting out and the art that you put out, and you are an actual Great. fan of these things, you have a responsibility to the people that invest their time, energy, and treasure, money, whatever that may be, however that may look. Into time, talent, treasure. Time, talent, and treasure. Thank you. Into like what into your stuff. Why would you put out half-ass things that's irresponsible right. of you? It's irresponsible um, to the story you're telling, to these characters that were created, and to the people that have invested well, and are fans of the things that you do. Yeah. And all that representation and shit to me, like what 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 the other reason I say it's like shame is like when I'm thinking of shows like um uh uh, uh Miss Marvel, or I'm thinking of things yep. like Falcon and the Winter Soldier with a black lead, yep. or I'm thinking of things like She-Hulk. When you have these moments of representation that exist and they exist on the back of something flopping or being half-ass thought through, like that's very irresponsible because we don't know if we'll continue to get moments like that when you rush shit like that. Yep. I it's so well said. Uh, yeah, I just agreed. I, it, it's just frustrating. It's very frustrating, man. Anything for a dollar, but y'all just you'll cut corners. 
And then you say you want diversity, you say you want the representation, but then you half-ass it. And yeah. it's so avoidable. I think that's the part mm -hmm. about this that blows my flipping mind is that, so I think a case in point here is She-Hulk. So if people don't know uh, Jessica Gao, she was the one that wrote a majority of the scripts for She-Hulk. Uh, she developed a lot of it. And then she was basically sidelined once the show started, but then... Basically, after the show was filmed, she was brought back for post-production work, which helped create like a singular universal vision for how the She-Hulk show was going to go. Mm. And yeah. basically, that's used as an example of like, well, Marvel's going to move in this direction in the future of having this model like in which, yeah. you know, how they use Jessica Gao. And I'm just like, how like. I remember when She-Hulk released and so much of the praise was like, yeah, you know what? She-Hulk feels like a TV show. And I and I didn't know what to do with that, what people were saying. And looking back now, I'm like, oh, my gosh, the bar is so low for Marvel. Like, it is yep. so low for Marvel right now that if you make a TV show that feels like a TV show, you, you did get it. positive feedback. You get a boat and a banner. Yep, that's yeah. yep. And that yeah. that is like that to me. I think is indicative of where is at. And I, I don't, I don't know if like after the infinity saga, they were just like super flying high on their own supply and they felt like they could do whatever they wanted. Well, that's, however that's, they wanted. That's but my question. It's, 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 it's absolutely atrocious. Is, yeah. That's, that's my, that's my question because and I'd have to I'd have to look at the timeline like I'd have to go to the tape, right? Because I'd have to look to see where does all of this shake out and kind of find out. Because what I'm curious about is the year that Bob Chappick took over was okay. after the Infinity Saga. It was before it, it was before WandaVision and Loki because yep. they had to change the way in which stuff was launched. Yep. So was a lot of that mismanagement this will sacrifice everything in the quest I mean, to get streaming numbers up because I wouldn't put it past right. him. That's that's the reason why I bring it up is that yep. I wouldn't put it past him to say we are simply just going to the only thing that matters is how many subscribers we have. If <laughs> yeah. we don't have a show runner, it doesn't fucking matter. Did you get the yep. timeline? Did you get yep. the content yep. out within budget and within scope of time? Yep. You yeah. did? Great. Fuck it. Don't care. Like I, that's what people want. They want I mean, the stuff on there. So there's a part of me that's kind of like maybe, but I, again, I don't know. I'd have to look at the timeline of like when he started, when this stuff really started to come down the pike and be a problem because it's not all on him. Like it's still studio directed, mm -hmm. but what I keep coming back to as I'm thinking about it. And the reason why I, I I do mm -hmm. give him some blame is remember he took a lot of power away from those individual studios, yep. Lucasfilm, Marvel studios and others yep. to make those decisions. Yep. He took that away in an effort to boost streaming numbers. So yep. I don't want to say like, I don't want to pile on. I mean, the man already has to deal with the fact that he didn't get a nice bathroom. So like, I don't want nice to shower. give, I don't want to have to doom him with something else, <laughs> saddle something else. Oh, champy. <laughs> well, you thing. This is a, I mean, it's a, it's a company failure. It does not matter who's in charge at the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Need to mm -hmm. failure. Well, but come on, Bob. It, it's also, this, Kevin. I, I mean, Ooh, also I can't this, believe it's Kevin. 
that's the thing. That's the that's thing. That's what I like, keep, yeah. Kevin had enough had enough weight. I feel like at that point in time, 2020, they did they could do anything. They mm-hmm. had an end game. It was a huge banger. They also had Spider Man. Spider Man mm-hmm. had also released after End Game. Mm-hmm. Like they were they were they were tip top. They were good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Kevin could have pushed back on some of this if it mm-hmm. was like a timeline or a rush thing of like, no, these are the stories I want to tell. We're gonna get it right. And maybe it's both, right? Maybe it's Kevin true. was so confident yeah. in their storytelling and how they would do it on Disney Plus that. He was like, nah, we can do it. Like, we don't really have to change anything. Um, I, like, maybe that's the case. Because I have to believe if Kevin was like, I'm feeling crunched. We got to push some of this stuff back. I feel like I feel like he could have said that and not lost his job. Well, um, and I, I, I don't know. know. Not to beat a dead horse, but. Do it. It's, it's also like, um, you know, if Kevin was excited to offload some of that work that he kind of helmed in the first 10 years of yeah. Marvel and being the one to lead and maybe be directly involved in some of that stuff, I could definitely be as somebody who finds it hard to delegate because I have a vision uh-huh. for the things that I like. You know, when you do delegate to a bunch of different directors, visions, people like everything's get too many hands in a pot makes for a bad dish. Right. And if, you, and if the vision isn't executed, it doesn't feel um, connected because it's just so many different ways of telling the story and, and nobody has that central connecting point. If the producers and directors aren't talking to each other about what each mm-hmm. other's project is doing, that which is what it felt like, you're going project to project without 100%. talking to the previous person and not connecting it by any means, then yeah, this shit is going to get fucked up. Well, and this is... <laughs> It it brings a a quote to mind for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And like Maggie, Maggie, I think, said this and I'll try to paraphrase it. But she's like, I think at one point in time, Elizabeth Olsen knew more about like the Marvel meta story than like anybody else in Mm -hmm. Marvel at that Mm -hmm. point, because she was the one that brought up to Sam Raimi like, hey, like what you're doing, we're doing in WandaVision. He was Mm -hmm. like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, it's. So I don't know, maybe Elizabeth Olsen just needs to save us all. I don't know. Well, and I think to add to this, well, she does, but also to add to that, I think the other thing that's important to note is that like who individually is responsible doesn't necessarily matter mm-hmm. because sure. what, because what matters is that fundamentally it is a, it is a deficiency and a void of good leadership. In yeah. some some circle there, because mm-hmm. to Marcus, to your point, like, yes, that's a character thing where you're like, if you have a hard time delegating, but most people have a hard time delegating because of a absence of trust that someone else will understand their vision, which is usually solved through good communication mm-hmm. and good team building mm-hmm. and values congruency within a company. So mm-hmm. the fact that they <laughs> didn't have that that just goes to show that they couldn't get their asses in line mm-hmm. and no one was like, wait a minute before we yep. do this is they didn't do this. They didn't stop to go like, Hey, okay, everybody, that's the plan. Any questions about that? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they Any used all that goodwill, details? right? Mm-hmm. They used all of that goodwill to get themselves to that point, And that's when they switched where they stopped getting to where they were like, because again, they went from, 
remember the first 10 years of Marvel was like they were an underdog. Like, you mm-hmm, want right. to do a super a good superhero story? Get get fucked. Like that can't be done. Like it can't <laughs> yeah, be like yeah. it can't be done. Mm-hmm. And then as they started to get into it, they were like, You want to build a universe? Okay. We'll I guess we'll have to see it when we see it. Mm-hmm. Like, and the proof will have to be in the pudding. And then finally they got to the top and they got so excited that they weren't an underdog anymore mm-hmm. and they just kind of felt like they could walk around big dog on the yard and just tell people how it's going to be basically. forgetting the reason why they got there in the first place which was to take some great original source material and turn it into something magical it's just they lost sight of what mattered like and it started to become more dollar oriented which is it, it it feels very complacent. It feels that way, yeah. It's very complacent. I mean, the idea that you like, I don't know. I like I'm not an exec or anything, and I have no movie no movie business experience. But if someone's like, okay, well, we're gonna make this TV show just the way we make a movie, I'd be like, okay, so Fuck, like, TV <laughs> shows aren't movies. I they're don't know if you know this if, or not, but well, they're also, not the same. You all don't eat. At the same like cafeteria there at like the fucking like Disney Studios <laughs> campus. Could you imagine you are sitting there? The two Marvel people are like, Can you believe those suckers over there at all the TV shows? They have to make they have to have a showrunner. Like, get get out of here. Yeah. Like, we're not gonna like that's a company where it wouldn't have been hard to right. find a showrunner. Like, you own Fox. There's a goddamn <laughs> room of them. I'm like he just opened up, people. Opened up the door like, "Hey, you in the back? Come here." Hey, what do you work on? Oh, I'm the I'm the showrunner for like a comedy on FX. But guess what? You're doing Miss Marvel now. That's your job. <laughs> That's all you had to do. Like you didn't have to do. It didn't have to be someone who knew it. You just had to find a person. If they said show and runner in the same sentence, you're like, "Fuck it, you're hired." Like that's all you had yeah. to do. Actually, they, you, you went, have to go nah, find. We don't need one. They would have came to your door. Like oh, it yeah, oh been with bells on. But like yeah. yes. just people yeah. out of the woodwork would have been happy to do it. Like the last time I did show running was just shoot me back in nineteen. 19- like great you're hired like great. You any it. of that would have been better than can what I cast they david had. Spade? no but you're hired like that's all can i cast david spade no all it had to be so like that's i just hilarious. i don't it's just such a gross negligence on their part yeah. of like and again i do think there's some element of like pride and ego here where it was like mm-hmm. we don't need one we can just shoot it like a movie 100%. there's also just a part of it so it's like just dumb ignorance like you really don't know what you don't know like yeah in the worst way possible well and it totally explains <laughs> falcon and winter soldier i mean and we had already covered this on our review podcast Shit, it, exp- it explains most of them i mean like it, but it, yeah like it's not it a movie it's a TV yeah. again, it's a TV show, and I don't want to watch movies in half hour chunks. I just want to watch the movie. If I want to do that, I'll watch I'll watch Zack Snyder's Justice League again. Uh, 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 Motherfucker. Uh, uh, we went this whole time and you didn't have to say anything. Uh, 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 and I say that and I say that and I say that not as like a dig, but as like a it was really conveniently done in chapters, and it's easy to do that. That's a movie where it makes Man. sense to do it that way yeah like where you could and pick it up and put it down i i say it and i laugh because it was funny but no. i also say it sincerely because if i were to watch it again i'd be like great mm. i'll watch chapter one when it gets to chapter two i'll stop like yeah. that if yeah. they have good stop points the other movies don't operate that way yeah i mean it yeah and then james gunn basically knew exactly what he was doing with his movie 
and that became one of the best things of the MCU in like phase four and five. Most, like, it was the most consistent thing because he literally, he, I mean, outside of people going in and fucking up, well, I mean, maybe they was doing this beforehand because James Gunn kind of mentioned like whatever was happening between his direction of Guardians of the Galaxies, people were changing certain things, you know, in other right. movies, right? And then so when it gets to his movie, he's kind of like, well, I guess I got to deal with this. Well, and this, is the, this is the other part of this that I think is frustrating, like a little bit. And I say that from like a, as someone who reads like a lot of comic books, it's not, it's not like you can change stuff like that happens all the time. They kill these motherfuckers <laughs> off all the time. And then like two issues later, they're like, I'm back. Like that's, yeah, that's this is normal. how, that's how comics work. I'm so like, back. I'm not, I'm not asking you to like follow the rules. There aren't a lot of them. But you know where it's really easy to find what happened? Like, like all the time, I could pick an issue from the stack here, and there's there's a moment where it says, do you want to see what point this dot, like, you want to see what comic issue this text bubble is referencing? See right. Amazing Spider-Man number 48. Right. They didn't have that. You didn't have, like, a, like, wait a minute. What powers does he have? There wasn't right. some person who was just there that was like, watch 38 minutes and 46 <laughs> seconds into into <laughs> Captain America Winter Soldier. Right. And they went, great. Like, they didn't do that. Like, right. they didn't. No, have they had Elizabeth. They, they only had Elizabeth Olsen. Right. Okay? And that's insane to me. <laughs> that they just the didn't have it. She's a true Nexus being. What can we say? That's really, truly, very much so. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, anything else that you all want to say about the Marvel announcement? Oh, I mean, I'm excited for this book. There's a lot of stuff I'm gonna read already this several um, times with it. So I, I am excited to read it. Um, but no, it you, you don't usually get a lot of opportunities to dunk on Marvel. So this this was new. It was new for me reading through everything. Um, just yes. bonkers and bizarre, all of it. Yeah, very much so. Very, very much so. Um, should we, so we have a choice here, gentlemen, I will put it to you. Uh, do we want to talk a little bit about New York comic-con announcements or do we want to talk about only murders in the building? There are two okay. things that we have left. I'm good with comic-con. I mean, okay. I, I feel like that'll be a good, that, that'll be a good. I feel like we talked about two not so positive things. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good going to the positive side. Yeah, absolutely. So the first one I want to talk about. So New York comic-con took place this past weekend. Um, and there are some big, uh, not like some big announcements that took place, um, <clears throat> over the course of the weekend. Um, and the first one I want to talk about was one that I dropped in the chat and I am very excited to get mm -hmm. Marcus's, uh, reaction to Mace Windu is getting his own Marvel yeah. comic book run, uh, under the star Wars title. And what's really cool is Mark Bernadine, Finally. who I think wrote for, I think he did some like <clears throat> really like deeply steeped sci-fi stuff. Like he's been a sci-fi writer for a while. While mm -hmm. he has a podcast um, with um, Kevin Smith that they do, um, and so he's going to be the one writing it. Is so he yes, he wow. is. He's a black man. So, yes, I mean. So yeah, so it's a black man yeah. writing a story about a black I mean. Jedi. I mean, this is good. Say. say. Don't say anything else. Finally. The only other <laughs> thing that would make me equally as happy. 
the way that you keep this is this is why you can't give this is, you give a mouse a cookie but like <laughs> if you if you keep bringing back Hayden Christensen which I love that mm, yes listen Samuel Jackson is still alive and well yep bring he back Mace Windu please yeah, yeah, please bring Mace back or give him a, a young Mace, young Windu series. But I'm excited about that. I, I absolutely love that. Absolutely will be buying that for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about I'm very excited about that. I, I think this day what Marvel Comics has been able to do a really good job with the Star Wars storylines like their Dark yeah. Vader stuff is really good. Most of their stuff is really, really good. Um, and so I'm excited to see like what they have um, coming out on that end. So mm-hmm. yeah, excited I'd about be it. interested. To, I would love for somebody to come on and talk about how they pitch comic books. Like what is the um, start hmm. to finish? Like, what does that look like from, and maybe that's like Stephanie Williams, somebody, or, you know, somebody can come on and kind of yeah, talk to anybody. us about that. Yeah, I would love to know about that too because I think mm-hmm. it's interesting to see like which ones get produced and which ones don't. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's mm-hmm. particularly interesting. So yeah, I would completely agree with that. So um some other announcements that came out that are of note. Um we got new trailers for Monarch Legacy of Monsters which comes out in November. Yeah. We also got a trailer for um, Percy Jackson and the Olympians attendees mm-hmm. of New York Comic Con got to see the first seven minutes of that um, oh, which is nice. as well as there were some new um, posters that are of the folks who are like starring in that particular piece mm-hmm. um, we also got a trailer for the Netflix series Scott Pilgrim takes yes. off I think that's is the name of the show that's what I was going to bring style up show. so yep. yeah Brian, you're a Scott Pilgrim fanatic. Uh, I, I mean, uh, I enjoy on it. That one? I mean, I'm just, I'm excited for it. I'm just, I'm blown away. They got the original cat, most of the original cast back to do this. Yes. And I think that, I, I don't know. I'm just really excited for it. I think it's something fresh. I like it when things are, are remixed and put out there again. Um, I, I'm still, I'll be honest. I am still getting used to how they're animating it. Mm-hmm. Um, like just because they've released some other clips of just like very iconic scenes, and it's like mm-hmm. this this has such a different vibe than what the movie had. Because it's like um, a manga style anime for those that don't know. Yeah, kind of. and it's it's just it has a very different cadence, and I'm yeah, I, I'm gonna watch it. Like I'm I'm pretty pumped for it. Like I like it comes out. No, like, I'm looking at the release date here, November seventeenth. Like I immediately see this in my holiday viewing schedule. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm glad. I'm liking what I'm seeing from it, even though it's it's definitely a different vibe from what I mean from what what the original movie released had. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see. It looks like November is going to be a very hot month for TV shows, which I think yeah. is interesting considering <laughs> that the writers just came back and then actors are still on strike. So I think this is kind of interesting how this is shaking out because here's a couple of things that are releasing in November just from the stuff that got released at Comic-Con. So oh, wow. um, uh, for All Mankind, which is mm. a season three, it's an Apple TV Plus series that comes out on November 10th. Um, the Wheel of Time, which is a series. Yep. I don't know what it's on, but it's it's going to come out in November. Um, we get Percy Jackson in the in the Olympians, I feel like, comes out in November. Uh, Scott Pilgrim comes out November 17th. 
Um, and then we also have Godzilla Legacy of Monsters. All of that stuff yeah. comes out in November. And then we also get um, Invincible 2, Season 2. Oh, I'm so excited. Godzilla and the Monarch movie and Godzilla movie, both Legacy of Monsters? The one um, on Apple TV and then there's another one? Is Are they connected or no? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't believe so. Yeah, the, so, yeah, the Monarch... That's all the stuff that's coming out. Go ahead, Brad. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, the Monarch show is like a straight up... It looks like a straight up Godzilla show, which I'm really curious how that's yeah. going to pan out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it looks like it's going to take place in two time periods, is what it says here. So 1950s and then half a century later. So like two yeah. 1950s and then 2000s is when it'll take place, which right. is kind of interesting. So, um. Some other pieces that I think are kind of of note, but maybe not be super cool unless you're like in it. Um, so <laughs> uh, Marvel confirms the end of the X-Men's Krakoan era. So in 2024, yeah. the era of Krakoa will officially come to an end. So for those that don't know, House of X and Powers of X was what rode the, to like rose the Krakoan era. And now they're calling it fall of the house of X and rise of the powers of X are going to be the ones that sort of take it into its next stage. So we'll see what happens with um, Charles Xavier and others as we start to move forward. So that one will be kind of interesting. Um, two things on the DC comics front that are really exciting. Um, Jason Aaron, who is a Marvel comics mainstay, is going to be working on a series of different teams that are telling different Superman based stories. Um, and so it's going to be a series of comics called huh. Superman Superstars. Um, and so Harley Aaron, um, this guy Jason Aaron will be working with Harley Quinn artist John Timms on an, on an issue called I Bizarro. Um, so okay. we'll talk a little bit about Bizarro Superman. And then there is also a series where that DC is going to go uh, in deep into Elseworlds, Elseworlds yes, with, I saw this. Six, with six new series. So we'll see um, Gotham by Gaslight, The Kryptonian Age, Batman the Barbarian, um, Dark Knights of mm. Steel All Winter. So mm. Dark Knights of Steel All Winter is going to be like a, it's going to be like, justice league but like imagine like vikings is kind of the way that i've I've seen it based on what i can see um there's going to be a and then there's going to be one called vampires world war v which will be interesting yes um and then also there's a green lantern dark which we'll see and then another batman series so a lot of batman elseworld stuff um but those are the upper level highlights. Like those are some pieces that I was readily able to find that are really exciting. So that's what we got from New York Comic Con over the course of the past weekend. So anything else you all want to highlight with that stuff? No, there's a live action gargoyle show coming to Disney Plus. Oh, also true. Yep. yep. That was also announced. But, but other than that, yeah. no. I, there's a there was a lot. Of, I haven't had a chance to watch uh, to catch up on Comic Con stuff. You know, I, I kind of like that Comic Con went back to focusing on comics primarily. Mm-hmm. You know, or yeah. like you know that kind of culture instead of like, what is Hall H gonna show like that kind of thing? So, <laughs> it is, it is kind of nice to not have to worry about that. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It is nice to know that there is also. I do want to shout out Stephanie Williams um, because she is releasing a new book. Um, 
she's an author on a new book that's coming out called Strange and Unsung All-Stars of the DC Universe. Yes. A visual encyclopedia written and produced by Stephanie Williams with a foreword by James Gunn. Uh, fantastic. So she is wow. working on she is working on like this encyclopedia that you can look at of the more obscure side of things with DC um which is really that's fucking incredible. Cool, guys. That's really that really really incredible. Cool. Yeah. We oh, we should have her back on before that comes out so she can like hype that yeah. and we can just yeah. hear what she's been up to. Yeah, like, we we haven't heard from Stephanie in a while. We haven't talked to Stephanie yeah, in a while so it would be good to have we have not. You know what? It might be a good one. Bring her on for Aquaman two. Like, let's oh boy. just no. Let's, let's finish no, this let's bitch bring out her on for her own thing. Yeah, let's bring her in for her own thing. I don't want to drown her in a bunch of bullshit. She'll tell us. She'll tell us we're making her watch mess again, which is. But she likes mess, so <laughs> she does like that's mess. What, she does. So I mean, remember the fir- what was the first one she came on was New Mutants. Yeah, yeah you guys, we watched New Mutants. I mean, if she can do was New Mutants with us. She can that was the first one she came on for. She did New Mutants and then she did WandaVision. Yeah, she did WandaVision. Yeah. yeah. Um, we gotta have Steph back uh, on. Rashina Nash will be in town too, Doug. I'm sorry? Rashina Nash. Oh, that's really cool. So we're Why? having an event. <laughs> <laughs> we are hosting an event with Native Students. My office and Native Student Services are hosting an event called Shades of Excellence. And we're bringing in TASBA. Um Tazba Chavez, who is the director for Reservoir Dogs and some other FX things. Um, and then we're also bringing in Rashina Nash, um, who we all have interviewed Rashina Nash. And we're going to interview them for the event and talk to them about um, two women of color in the industry and talking about things up at the University of South Dakota. So it's going to be a really good, time, really good time. It's really fucking cool, man. Like yeah. I bet, like legitimately, like that's yeah. really really cool. Reservoir Dogs come, is you gotta come to the event. show. Yeah, you'll have to yeah. tell Re- me when it is. Reser- yeah, yeah. Reservation Dogs. Reservation Dogs. Reservation Dogs. Dogs. I'm sorry, Reservation Dogs. Quentin. Okay. Quentin. It, it took me by surprise. I was like, no. if you're if you're interviewing Quentin Tarantino about race in America, that's a very different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, not the best interview either. Not but yeah, for sure. You want to talk about? Yeah, this is no. No, you'll have to let me know when that is. Is that going to be in the spring? It no, it'll be November the first. God damn, that's yeah. really exciting. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, yeah. be there. For that uh, shit. Yeah, November the first in the month ballroom, man. We, we there. All right, cool. She'll be All here right. early though. Okay, she'll be so here for the SDG game. Do we want to? Do we want to try? Like, what? Do we, hey, we, hey, let's talk. We, about we it. can let's talk take, about it. Hey, let's take it offline. I mean, what do you want me to do? Okay. All right. Um, anything that you all want to plug this week, uh, gentlemen? Sleepy. Hey folks, you should head on over to Etsy and search Color Me Confetti. That is Maggie's store uh, that she is uh, that that she is now running over at Etsy for all of your party decoration needs for young, for old, for the big parties, for the small parties. Color Me Confetti, all one word. There'll be information in the episode description. Go go check out go check out my wife's business. Color me confetti. Do it, bitch. That God that is it. a kangaroo looking Do at it. me. Do it. Do that it. is not what I expected. No, uh, <laughs> Marcus, do you have anything to plug? Follow the mantra, never offended, always humble, or Noah. Uh, Soul Ties got some new music out. It's called Mystique. His new single, Mystique, is out right now, available everywhere. Um, go stream Soul Tie. Go stream all of his music. He's got a new album on the way, coming very, very soon. Um, go buy yourself some merch. You know what I mean? Um, a new 
playlist is out. Another Monday playlist number seven. Um, so that is out right now. Really being this is probably the most consistent thing I've ever done in my life. So um, just another playlist is out. Lots of new music up there. Lots of good mute music up there too as well. But you know, above anything else, just make sure you follow the mantra: never offended, always humble. Absolutely, love that. Um, yeah. I've not had a chance to listen this week, but I've heard good things. Um. <laughs> I have to plug this podcast. So if you enjoyed our conversation about, I don't know, everything this week, this was like a potpourri episode. We talked about a little bit about everything. Um, but if you enjoyed our conversations or if you just kind of enjoy our vibe, recommend us to a family member or a friend. That is the best way to uh, get the word out there. Y'all, we are very close to 10,000 total downloads. That is an incredible milestone wow. for us. And we want to celebrate it with you. So make sure you share us with a family member. Special 10K episode. If you are feeling saucy and you would also like to join the Patreon, uh, go over to patreon.com slash films and black and white. Sign up for one of our tiers there. Uh, we're going to do a bonus episode. Um, Roman Myers made a great recommendation of a bonus episode of we should do a, a draft on best Disney character, oh, which yeah. I am here for. I think we got our bonus episode planned, which makes oh, it really easy. Yeah, um, and so stay tuned for more stuff like that coming in hot. So that's what we got. Um, gentlemen, we have a three-step process to success. Brian, care to give us that first step? I sure would. The, the first step, folks, is is read a book. And I'm gonna go a step further. Go go to your library. Go to your library. You don't have to buy a book. Like when we say read a book, don't. I'm not telling you to go to Amazon and just buy any book. Just borrow. There's there's a whole place in your in your city where you live. That is full of books and and people will be happy to figure out how you can get a library card. It's super easy. I like I, they will make it easy for you. So go to the library and then go to the graphic novel section because that's what I did. And they, there's all these graphic novels there. You can just take them. That. They don't even care. Well, they do care. You got to scan them. They don't care though. after that. You just bring it back when you're done. It's great. So go read a book. It's so easy. Or sure uh marcus what is that second step you got for us sir just drink some water <laughs> this man this is a shell of a man finishing out this podcast uh, <laughs> drink some water, man. we all right well step three is just wash your ass all right like it's just we've we've gone over this enough we don't need to go over it anymore just just do it get just up in it get a, get a, please and get your thighs it. too get between your thighs and the gooch that's what a, that's what a sweat holds. Or as some people like to call it the fleshy fun bridge. Just wash it because it's important. I'm going to let that sit. Uh, that, that does it for this week's episode of Films in Black and Nobody White. Nobody calls it that. We will be back next week with another outstanding episode. episode. Uh, we got a movie review next week. We're going to do Killers of the Flower Moon because we're we? glutton for punishment. We talked about it, didn't we? Like, or am I announcing yeah. shit that we didn't do? That's we got I... something. <laughs> Scratch no, that. We're going to have something. I'm going to dial that back now. We're going to have something. That's um, probably right. But in the meantime and in the between time, Stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week.